0: It's the Guru 305, and indeed, it is a bittersweet symphony, which is life, especially as a Dolphin fan uh, coming out of this weekend after what happened in Tennessee. Again, it's your boy, Guru 305, Guru 305 Podcast, episode number four. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy holidays. Hope everyone had a restful and enjoyable holiday. Um, If you're a Dolphin fan, you probably weren't enjoying it too much at least initially, probably going into Christmas, but that quickly changed going into this weekend. So again, I am Guru305, part of the Family 305 podcast. This is my solo endeavor, episode number four. And we are going to be starting off this podcast talking to little Dolphins, Miami Dolphins football, your Miami Dolphins, who once again broke our hearts like the song. It's just a bittersweet symphony. Uh just that song goes in my head every time <laughs> it seems like every year that same song is playing in my head after the dolphins uh lose out on a chance to go to the playoffs um now again we still have an opportunity uh, to have a winning season like we did last year but again like last year we are not going to the playoffs so uh, recapping going back a few weeks since the last time i joined you we played the jets we did all right we beat them close game divisional game those games are always close you know, you're never gonna you're never gonna have a blowout one way or the other occasionally um down here in fact so the Dolphins won by 7 20 uh 31 to 24. then the next game Monday Night Football right after Christmas uh they dropped a present for us the New Orleans Saints gave us a couple presents some COVID presents much players had COVID uh two are starting uh, their starting quarterback in their backup so they had a uh, they had a guy that had no business starting quarterback and the Dolphins had win 23. So, you know, we had won seven in a row. We were the first team to lose seven games and then win seven games in a row. So this was an opportunity to the Dolphins to win another game, get one game closer and then winner take all possibly on Sunday, uh, last game of the season against the Patriots. And who knows, you know, We win, we in, we're in. In fact, we would have been in. Might have knocked the Patriots out. That would have been sweet. Bit of sweet for them. So, game happens, and we lost. Laid an egg. Final score: thirty-four to three. We can only muster three points. Our offense did not have it. Okay, Um, there's a reason the Titans are the number one seed in AFC. Okay, they have a very good team. Okay, they can run the ball. And mind you, it wasn't Derrick Henry running the ball you think, think it was the way they ran all over us or they ran effectively. It was Deontay Foreman. Okay? And they were just able to control the clock, and the Dolphins just couldn't couldn't move the ball. Uh, very inconsistent. Um, you know, Tua, God bless him, he tried. But this defense is really good. So, you know, they stayed with them. And then in the second half, uh, Tennessee pulled away. So, you know, we have some questions. Dolphins fans, the organization, they have some big questions. And the first question I will pose to you, Dolphin fans, is number one, is Tua the answer? Okay, that's the first question. Is he? We've had him now three years, we've seen him play, albeit incomplete somewhat this year. Okay. Or pardon me, did I didn't say three years? Two years. Okay, we've seen over two years. No, I said three. Two years. Okay, last year and this year. The second question, as a Dolphin fan, you're asking right now, anyone who's listening, <laughs> are the Dolphins going to improve this offensive line? Are they ever going to improve the offensive line? Are they going to trade for some guys? Are they going to draft some guys? Are they going to spend capital? Because they're gonna have money, and we'll talk about that in the next segment. The third question, and I think the most important question is Brian Flores the answer is should he be the head coach going forward? So gonna take a quick break. When I rejoin, I'm gonna answer hopefully those questions or give you my opinions on that. So be right back. Hey, and we're back, and I'm not backing down. A little Tom Petty. I love me some Tom Petty. So I'm back. We're not backing down from these questions. All right, so the questions I posed, first question, is Tua the answer at quarterback for the Dolphins going forward? The second question, will the Dolphins ever, ever improve this offensive line? Can they improve the offensive line? And the third question, and the most important question, is Brian Flores the answer for us as the coach going forward? so let's go into the first question so tua 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 so here's my thing on tua god bless him you know first thing i'm gonna say about him he's a great great guy okay you know he's like the typical boy scout all right could do no wrong says all the right things okay so let's get that out of the way okay Role model. He's everything you would want as a quarterback in the sense his leadership, I think, from what I can see. Okay. Now, let's get down to the brass tacks. Let's go down to his statistics. All right. In 2021, or excuse me, in 2020, his first year in the league. All right. His rating, 87.1. 11 touchdowns, five interceptions, 64% completion, threw a little over 1,800 yards. Now, remember, he he was kind of in and out because him and Fitzpatrick, there were games where they took him out. All right. Fast forward to this year 67% completion percentage, almost 68. 2,500 yards, 15 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. So the interceptions went up. Okay. And it seems like every game he throws an interception. And when i think of tua the name that comes to mind and before the dolphins drafted him i always thought he was going to be like another drew Brees. now some people would say guru you're crazy how can you compare him to a hall of famer of course he's not a hall of famer okay he just started in this league what i mean is he has that build like breeze undersized very accurate You know, not that mobile at all, you know, but can make the plays. Okay, that's where I compare him to like a Drew Brees type. And I always felt him coming out, he would be like that. Be very accurate, a winning quarterback. And he would, you know, he would hopefully get us uh, to the promised land. Right? But the major, the issue coming out of college was obviously his injury history. First his ankle. I think it was his ankle injury. And then he had that uh, hip injury. Okay. So there was a major, major um, risk taking him. Okay. Him recovering from this injury. All right. So they took him. And I'm, and i full of disclosure, I was one that wanted him over all the other quarterbacks. Okay. And we got him. And I think having him for two years now, he is a serviceable quarterback he is a i would say above average he can start in this league but if you're looking for the prototype quarterback strong arm can run he's not it. now this league has changed this league used to be your quarterbacks were six foot five 250 pounds 240 pounds and able to you know, throw the ball a mile. <laughs> you know, strong armed. That kind of quarterback. It's changed. Okay. Now this league is more, quarterbacks are athletic. They're a little bit smaller. Okay. You got guys like Lamar Jackson. Okay. Running around like a running back, a quarterback. Now, is Tua athletic? No. So we're going to take that off. He's not, he doesn't fit that. Is Tua undersized? Yeah, he's six foot, okay? Then we say, okay, he's like a Russell Wilson, okay? Russell Wilson is a little more athletic than Tua, and Russell Wilson's got a cannon for an arm. The guy played baseball. The guy could have played baseball if he wanted to. Tua is an average athletic, okay? Very accurate, but his arm... He does not have a great arm. Okay, can he make some throws? Sure. He's an NFL quarterback. He's adequate. You know that that long pass to Matt Collins, or not Matt Collins, the uh, the waddle that tells you that he can make some throws. But compared to Herbert, Burrow, some of the other young quarterbacks, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't have that kind of arm Okay, so. Looking at that, looking at the offense, and looking at what we need, okay. Running the RPO. I mean, I'm not comparing him to Mahomes, but look at Mahomes. He runs, they run that kind of RPA at times. He's athletic. Mahomes can move around. Tua, he's not that athletic. He's adequate, but he's not nowhere near, you know. Jalen Hurts, another guy, not a big guy. Got a bit of good decent arm, good arm, and can run. But he can run. Tua can't. So the only thing going for Tua is he's accurate, his accuracy. Now, let's look at the accuracy. Yeah, he's improved his accuracy over the last two years. And I think at one point he was one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the league. But consider the offense that they're running. Short dump-offs, crossings, intermediate. You know, the routes are short. And, again, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Not saying that at all. Okay. The offense, that's the offensive running. That's fine. But you're not going to get the deep throws. You're not going to get certain throws that you would expect from other quarterbacks. Okay. And with this offensive line, going into that second question, he's, do you think he's going to stay healthy? I don't know. We already saw it this year. He lasted one game before he got hurt and then come back for a couple months. And that's the reason we're not in the playoffs. So playing the results. As we see it, knowing what we know now, seeing the results in in all the games, the answer is, is he the question going forward? Well, if there's nobody better, then yes. But long-term, I think he is not the answer, okay, in my honest, humble opinion. I just think, number one, his injury history. Number two, his arm strength. Okay. Maybe it has something to do with his hip. People have said that his hip, his arm strength has gone down a little bit since the hip injury. And of course, as a quarterback, you need your hips to step forward and throw. So maybe there's something in like that. I don't know. He's going to have another year here, regardless. Unless they trade for a certain quarterback from Houston. So, again, question number one, is he the answer? At this time, yes. This year, next year, yes. Long term, no. I think he is a placeholder for the next big thing. Now, we, <coughs> excuse me, size <hindsight's> 2020. <laughs> the guy going right after him was Everett. And he would have been perfect for the Dolphins. But, again, looking at that, you can sit there and say, hey, with this offensive line, would he have really been that good ever? And I can tell you, yeah, I think so. <laughs> he didn't have a good offensive line last year with the Chargers. And this year has been decent. And they're going to go to the playoffs. Okay? So, yeah. Um, but, again, we didn't get him. We didn't draft him. So, we got to move on. But it does, it does hurt to watch every time. Uh, there's a game, there's highlights, and they talk about Herbert. They salivate over this guy and his ability. So, hey, it is what it is. We pick Tua. We got to make the best of it. Um, I think if you you surround him with an offensive line, I think they need another receiver. Get rid of Parker. I love him. I love what he's done when healthy. But uh, we need we need him to be on the field. We can't have him miss six seven games every year <clears throat> and then play one or two games a year. It's time to move on from that ship. Uh, and Get another receiver, another alpha, you know, because Waddle is a good, very good draft pick. I think we hit the home run with this kid, but they're gonna need a, they gonna need another guy, <clears throat> another guy that can get downfield, a playmaker as well. Okay, not bigger receiver. Okay, <clears throat> not like a Parker, but healthy. <laughs> like, give me, give me some of my Stephon Diggs. You know, he run down the field, get those deep passes, run, run posts. I mean, big guy takes up the field. To help bottle out all right and then the tight end we'll see i don't know if they're gonna resign gasecki i don't think they are i think they're gonna they drafted a tight end this year and i, I just i don't i don't know i don't think i want to spend the money although they're I have the money but that's another issue all right so question number one yeah to uh is the answer right now but i think eventually they're gonna have to move on from him question number two will the dolphins approve the offensive line well duh i think they better otherwise two is not going to be healthy all right they've tinkered with that line they've gone cheap okay look the chiefs went out and got traded for a, a tackle they drafted a center one of the best centers of football right now okay they made the moves okay the dolphins did they draft anybody i can't recall of them drafting anybody with any with any value i think Last year, they got Austin Jackson, and he's been hot garbage. He's been horrible. All right. Their right tackle, Jesse Davis, I mean, God bless him. He's a backup. He's not a starter. He is a backup because he can play any position. He is not a starter. All right. He's a turnstile, at right tackle. And you need your right tackle to be your best lineman, especially with Tua because he's left-handed. That's his blind side for a lefty. So they need to go into the draft either looking for a lineman or <clears throat> go through free agency. Some people say it's it's a good thing. Some people say it's not to 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 spend your time and money on free agents, on high-priced free agents to improve your team. But, you know, at this point, um, this regime, they need to. Otherwise, these guys may not have jobs in a couple of years. <coughs> Excuse me. So question number two, they need to prove the offensive line. Hell yes. Okay, improve right tackle. Uh, I say improve the center, although Dieter has shown flashes, but they need to improve at center. Um, I'd probably say get another one at depth for depth purposes. So that's answer number two, yes. Question three, is Brian Flores the answer, head coach? And to the extension, Greer. And again... I'm gonna qualify the answer. I say give him one more year. But if a guy like Harbaugh appears, which there's rumors that he may want to get back into the NFL, I think you throw your full court press at Harbaugh. Okay. Um Flores, he is a good defensive coach. Okay. I think our defense, you could honestly say the defense won those games mainly because of his defense and his play calling and defense but the, the detriment to him from what i can see is they can't keep coaches they've gone through three offensive coordinators they don't have an offensive line coach from what people are saying in the building and the reporters um and Nick tells it shows <clears throat> okay their defense is pretty good and that's it offensive line stinks the offense is below average they can't run the ball They're running the ball as a direct extension of number one, your offensive line being able to block, and then you're having talent at the running back position. Okay. They could have gotten Najee Harris in the first round last year. They didn't get him. Okay. Instead, they got a pass rusher, which Phillips, Jalen Phillips is good. I'm okay with that pick. You know, halfway through the season when they were losing, I was like, what the bleep are they doing with this guy? He's not doing anything. They put him back in coverage, which they're still doing. And, you know, he finally picked it up. Okay, so he's gonna be a good player. I love the waddle pick. <clears throat> okay, love the pick. We needed a playmaker, we got a playmaker, but we need a running back. So Najee Harris, a <laughs> thousand yards. He would have looked, he would have helped us tremendously this year. And don't and don't sit here and say, well, the Steelers, they're a little further along. Their offensive line was rebuilt, and they're not very good. Okay, there's a reason why Roethlisberger's retiring, besides being old. That line was not very good. He'd probably get injured another year with that line. Najee Harris, that's all him. Okay, so again, <clears throat> it is what it is. We got who we got. I think they, I think they had a pretty good draft. the first three picks: <clears throat> Waddle, Holland, and uh, Waddle, Phillips, and Holland, who is going to be a oh, pro safety. Guy's amazing. So again, Flores, keep him for one more year. And it's like, hey, <laughs> that's it. This is your this is your fourth year. You win or you're out, okay? <clears throat> but if Harbaugh becomes available, I think I think Stephen Ross makes a play on him. I really do. I really think that they do. So that's the third answer for you, okay? Now, what's going to happen this weekend against the Patriots? To find that answer, stick around. When I come back, I will talk Dolphins-Patriots. BRB. Oh, yeah, I can feel it coming. Now, is a win coming on Sunday? Well, we're going to find out, right? It's the Guru 305. I'm back. A little Phil Collins there. I love that song. Let me tell you something. Growing up in Miami, um, Miami Vice was the thing in the '80s, late '80s, and I'm dating myself, obviously. Um, I love Miami, uh, Miami. I love Miami Vice, and in fact, my fifth grade <laughs> graduation, I actually wore uh, the one of the outfits that you would wear in Miami Vice. I had like a white, a white um, top, like a, uh, a dress suit, white pants, had the the slippers, and I had a black shirt. So. And I was, a, I, was a, I was a little chub growing up, chubby kid, so <laughs> interesting with the hair. So, yeah. But what's going to happen, all right, this last game? Now, number one, are the Dolphins going to play hard last game? I think they will. It's their last game of the season. They are professionals. Some of them, you know, their jobs are on the line, okay? Now, they're playing a Patriots team that probably is going to make the playoffs, <clears throat> okay? Um. Now, knowing Belichick, this team is going to be ready to play. Okay, they're going to be ready to play. Okay. Also, understand that they still have a chance to win the division. Okay, and that means hosting a game. Okay, depending on what the Bills do. So, the Patriots we're going to get their A game, all right? Now, also remember that since the Dolphins are out of the playoffs. expect many many more patriots fans than usual because uh, if you guys didn't know this and girls that are listening right now miami is a transplant city and most of florida is transplanted residents from other parts of the country and miami is a bit of a mixed bag okay you got your cubans in the south then you go to broward <clears throat> you got a little bit of everything going to the palm beach now you got the northerners and then further north, uh, again, northeast Long Island. West Coast has a lot of people from the Midwest and Boston, okay, because New Yorkers and Bostonians don't really get a lot. So they're not going to really live together for the most part. So you've got a lot of people from Massachusetts are going to be coming across 75, okay, and coming from the, from the north to go to this game, okay, and all the ones who do live down in Miami. So you're going to see a decent crowd a New England Patriot fan. So I'm, I'm expecting probably a 60-40 split, Dolphins 60, um, New England fans 40. Now the Dolphins are in the playoffs in the hunt, but this was a big game. I think you'd see more of a 70-30. I think there, you would definitely notice more Dolphin fans. But in this game, don't be surprised that you're going to get some chance and you're going to see a lot more blue and white than aqua and orange in the stands because I know how this town is, okay? And it's, it's over, you know, the season's over. Okay, so people are going to cash out. They're going to let these Patriot fans down here buy their tickets. Okay, so now let's get on to the game. Again, Patriots, they're going to play hard. Okay, they got a good running game, good defense. Mac Jones, say what you will, kick and play. He doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't seem rattled. Now he seems like, dare I say it, he seems like he plays like Tom Brady. Okay, so what I think is going to happen, I think it's going to be a close game. I think the Dolphins are going to lose, unfortunately. Patriots are going to get revenge, and I expect like a 24-14, to 24-17 game. It's going to be one of those one-touchdown, 10-point games where the Dolphins are going to make some mistakes. Tua is going to get his one interception, <laughs> like always, and the Patriots are going to take advantage of that. Now, remember, the Patriots, the defense in, in general, the Check, he will take away your your best player. Now, right now, you could argue their best player is Waddle. So they're not gonna, they're not gonna let him get the ball. So it's gonna be up to the other players on offense, Parker, Gieseki, and the running game. Now, are they gonna be able to run the ball? Are they gonna stay onto the running game? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't trust his coaching staff. I don't especially this offensive uh, coordinator or coordinators. So, so in the end, I I don't. I don't trust again. I don't trust the offensive coordinators. I don't trust the coaching staff. I trust the defense. I think they'll keep the game close. That's the one thing I will. I do believe that the Dolphins' defense will stay, keep the Dolphins in the game. But at the end of the day, Tua Tua is gonna throw his pick. Belichick's gonna keep. It's gonna. <laughs> you know, Waddle's not gonna do anything. So there it is. Now I didn't mention it earlier, but when I think of Tua. Now, not before, because obviously before they drafted him, I thought he was like a Drew Brees type. I look at him, I think of Jay Fiedler. Those older Dolphin fans, those old you older Dolphin fans, uh, the bridge between Marino and what we have now, we had Jay Fiedler. He was the first one. He was the one that took over when Marino retired. God bless him. Another one he tried. He came from Jacksonville. Jacksonville at the time had a very good team. Brunel, in fact, Dolphin's last game, was against the Jaguars, okay? So, <clears throat> you know, he was decent. You know, he was around some very good teams, Feeler with Jimmy Johnson the, and the, the, that defense with Zach and, and Taylor, Madison, Sertan. But Feeler again, he, he was limited. He didn't have a great arm. You know, they needed to run the ball for them to be effective, and he always had that one pick. He always re- You would always say, okay, when is it coming? When is he going to throw that interception? And he would do that. And that's that's what I, I'm beginning to see that from Tua. Although I think Tua is more accurate than Feeler. Feeler was more of a guy that, you know, just made things happen. And you know, he just he didn't <clears throat> you know, he made things happen. I, I don't know. Feeler was all he was okay, but again, you know replacing Marino, it, it was nearly an impossible uh, task. So I, I think of Tua, I think of Feeler. And and if that's the case, I mean, you know next it's time to move on man so i mean for now if that's all we got that's all we got because brissette he's no good He's only good for a quarterback sneak he's too slow on his feet um and all he can do <coughs> excuse me all he can do is throw deep passes that's it and he holds on to the ball to one can't read defenses so there it is so dolphins my my prediction dolphins will lose unfortunately the patriots are gonna win this one 24 17 all right So you gamblers out there, take it to the bank. I don't know the the line on that game, but I'm pretty sure it's probably in that neighborhood. Let me see. Let's see what the line is. Excuse me. I don't see the line. It's like if you're not going on a gambling site, right? But... Let's see. Excuse him, Why? man. Tell you, sometimes when you talk a lot. All righty, So the odds. So again, uh, yeah, uh, New England minus seven. You know, the totals forty. <clears throat> you know, money lines negative three hundred. Miami plus two forty-five. Yeah. So, I'm telling you, they're gonna win by a touchdown. <clears throat> they're gonna win by a touchdown. Now watch. Watch the Dolphins kick a field goal at the end or near the end, and, and, and bring that in. So, uh, I forty, uh, yeah, I could see that again. I see with the score; it says it's going to be over forty. So, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. So again, guys, overall, the season's been, you know, a tale of two seasons. You know, first part of the season, <clears throat> losing lots of losing. You know that Jaguars game. We're gonna look at that and say that was the game that cost us the playoffs. You know, going to going to London, which I hate going to London. I mean, I love I hate when the Dolphins have to go to London because, <clears throat> you know, the travel, the weather, it's a neutral site. You know, and they played the Jaguars, so you would think, hey, we're gonna beat this team. Nope, 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 nope. nope. Again, the Vegas game again, another game where, you know, God bless them, they tried. They came back, they tied it up and lost. Maybe if Tua was the quarterback, might have been a different, different story. So that was the other game that you could look and say that game went either way. And finally, the third game that you would say that cost us, okay, that would be the Atlanta Falcons game, okay? We... You know that was another game we probably should have won. We probably should have won, and no, we didn't, and that's why we are where we are. You know, <clears throat> again, losing, losing to the Raiders in overtime. Falcons thirty to twenty-eight, last-minute field goal. Then the Jaguars losing by three. Um, yeah, there's your season right there, folks. So the other games, you know, we had no business winning. Um, <clears throat> the Bills took care of us, thirty-five nothing, kind of attenuation of last season. And uh, the Colts, uh, again, another game. Maybe you know, maybe we, we were in, you know, we were kind of in that game, but again, <clears throat> as you can see, the Colts are about to make the playoffs, so they're a really good team. And you know, the Titans, Titans, we had no business, we had no business. So, again, Dolphin fans, I feel your pain. We will survive. We will we will overcome next year, hopefully. Of course, hope, hope springs eternal. Hopefully they have a good draft. If they keep their draft picks, if we don't draft a pickup or trade for a certain quarterback from Houston. Well, hopefully his charges get cleared up, because if they don't get cleared up, we have no business taking him. And I'm talking about Deshaun Watson. OK, no business taking that guy with the stuff that's going on with him. Now, they clear that up and they find that it was just a money grab. Then, you know, maybe maybe you take a chance on him because he is better than Tua. Okay. He's better than three quarters of the quarterbacks in the league. OK, he's probably <clears throat> top right now, probably top eight. And again, I'm, I'm putting all the personal stuff aside. He's top eight. <clears throat> OK, eight to ten. He's right there. Two is a bottom third guy. He's in the, you know, he's near the bottom, okay? So if, if he clears up all that, all those personal things that are going on, maybe, maybe it's an opportunity to get him. Uh, because the 49ers draft pick is not going to be that high. <clears throat> Sorry to tell you guys. We traded our pick. So the, <clears throat> you know, the Eagles, they have our pick. Um, so we'll see. We shall see. So, again, that's all I have for tonight on this podcast. Again, I want to thank you for listening to me and putting up with my Dolphins talk. Um, I do love the Dolphins, I've been following them for many years. And again, I want to thank you for listening to the Guru 305 podcast, sports podcast. I'm also part of the Fam 305. You can find me on Anchor Guru 305 iTunes grew at 305 my logo it looks like an eyeball okay with like a red looks like a fire around it so check me out please listen this is episode number four and again I want to wish everyone a happy new year 2022 hopefully your 2022 will be better than 21 hopefully you guys do well <clears throat> and let's see what happens all right and before I go I'll make my little Super Bowl pick if I don't talk to you guys again, I think the Super Bowl this year just going off. I think it's gonna be the Packers representing the NFC. Okay, I think they're gonna knock off the Bucks because the Bucks got a lot of stuff going on. That that team's a mess right now. Running backs hurt, A B walked off the field. <laughs> they're all pointing fingers at who who's who why did that happen? And then um <clears throat> Uh, the AFC, the AFC. I think the Chiefs. they we're gonna see the Chiefs. Okay, they're hitting all cylinders right now. Although they did lose last week, but I think their defense is good enough, and they got Mahomes. They got the best quarterback in the league, arguably. So, book it, guys. There's your Super Bowl predictions in LA. Book it, Dano. Again, thanks for listening. Guru with Three Hundred Five, part of the Fam Three Hundred Five podcast. See you later, alligators.